Hey, it's Gina with the Good News Girl podcast. Welcome to the show. Really glad to have you here. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. It is Christmas season, so I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and thank you for tuning in. Um, if you don't get this this word during the Christmas season, then it will give you some warm thoughts thinking about the Christmas season. But thank you for tuning in. And I've titled this Rudolph because we all know the old Christmas story about Rudolph. And it is such an endearing, lovely story. And the Lord was speaking to me through the story of Rudolph. You know, the writer of of this story really understood what it felt like to not fit in and most of us have those thoughts that, you know, we just feel different. We look a certain way, we act a certain way, we have a different view, so on and so on. And, you know, it can make us feel like a misfit. But I have news for you. You're not alone. Jesus understood this and he created you to think and act exactly how and who you are. So the writer of this story, as we unpack this, um, really understood it and Um, There's just something about rooting for the underdog, but you know, what happens when you're the underdog? And so let's just walk through Rudolph's shoes here. It's the idea of a rejected identity is the story, the movie line goes. Um, The very thing that shamed him was the exact unique unique thing that put him on the map and made him special. Um, And as the story goes, Rudolph carried shame about his red nose. He actually didn't realize he was different until somebody told him he was. And so, you know, this is this is important to recognize that people can put stuff onto us, but it isn't until we actually accept it and internalize it that it becomes our shame and our problem. Um, we can forgive people who put these things onto us, but it's also important to recognize that we don't have to accept what people put onto us. Um, sometimes the very thing that sets us apart is the very thing that becomes our greatest enemy. Um, in the story, Rudolph went running from his problems. He went out into the wilderness. And uh, what's crazy is that he actually was attracted his enemy with his gift. So his red nose would light up and give him away every time he tried to hide and run from it. And that's how the abominable snowman could find him and recognize him. And this is the very thing that Santa used and needed um, on a foggy Christmas night, as the story goes. So just follow me here in this parabolic um, language. But, you know, sometimes your greatest gift and your purpose can be your greatest battle. And the enemy will always come after what God has given to you in your unique, specific purposes. Um, He had what he needed for Santa, but it also was what made... Um, made him run away from his problems. When he was out in the wilderness, he tried making friends, he tried connecting with people, but the same thing happened to him over and over. Nothing would stick. And so he's running from the situation. But it wasn't until he faced his enemy, his giant, you know, the abominable snowman face to face that he was able to get his breakthrough. Um, When you have a broken identity, you have broken relationships and we can run, um, you know, from place to place trying to hide from these things, but we take our same problems and apply them to the new situations every single time until we face on, deal with it. And this is all of us. This message is for everybody. Um, In the story, the king searches the whole earth for misfits and brings them to the island. You know, the Lord searches the whole earth. There's a verse in, in Chronicles. He searches the whole earth looking for those whose hearts are fully his. Sometimes 
you know, your broken thing is what God exactly wants to use in you. Um, and sometimes you can feel like even among the misfits, you're a misfit, but it's that unique misfit thing that Jesus is after. So he's trying to save everybody. He goes out on this island on his own, and it isn't until he faces his enemy that his family gets restored and other brokenness around him gets restored. There was a little boy in the story who I think it was he wanted to be a dentist. I'd have to look that up again. I haven't watched it lately, but um, his dad wanted him to be an elf, and he just didn't wouldn't accept that he wanted to be a dentist until Rudolph got his breakthrough. The little boy got his breakthrough with his dad. So sometimes others get breakthrough through our breakthrough. So it's, you know, we don't just press into healing for ourselves, but it's it's for other people around us. Um, you know, look at what the Bible says. Jesus was despised and rejected. And that's according to Isaiah 53, 3. Jesus left paradise to come to earth and be born in a dirty horse barn. barn. <laughs> He took on the sin of the world when he was a flawless, perfect creation with no sin. The apostles, the disciples, they were uneducated, as the Bible says. They weren't the cream of the crop by any means. They weren't educated or uh, influential. Um, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 1, 26 and 29, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. This is just really incredible to think about that we weren't created to be perfect you know, and we weren't the greatest things in the world. And God said, hey, I can use you. I can take those things that are broken inside of you and use them for my good. In Romans, it's a, in Romans 8, it says that God works for the good of those who are, are his. You know, he works things out for good. In first, in Second Corinthians 12, 9, Paul writes, my grace is sufficient for you. This is Jesus, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So then Paul says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Sometimes, you know, you have to show people that it's Jesus and God working in you. It's not because you have it all figured out. It's not because you saved yourself from some horrible pandemic disease. It's not because you protected yourself. It's not because, yes, of course, wisdom is extremely important and God will show us these things, but it's so important that people see it's, you know, you could never do that. People know you're, you would never be able to do this. It has to be God's power working in you to achieve what you've achieved. So I just want to encourage you. Rejection is very, very real, but there's also victory that can be won in these places. And this is a good news story. Instead of grabbing hold of the shame and rejection and allowing it to drive us away from facing our enemy in these places. There's power in God to boast about our shortcomings and our weaknesses and allow the grace of God to fill those places because it's most likely what God exactly wants to use you for. There's an invitation by relationship with the Holy Spirit to have healing in all of your brokest, broken places and deepest wounds. So partner with him and allow him to navigate you through the painful places. Let your pain be gain and future victory. 
Refuse to allow it to keep you bound. Pray and invite the Lord into any areas that you need healing. He is more than capable, more than willing. Open up to those around you. Invite people into these places where you you just want to hide from. Ask the Lord who you need to forgive because most of our pain comes from places of unforgiveness and deeply rooted unforgiveness. Sometimes it's forgiving yourself. So I just bless you in your journey that the Lord wants us to stop running and to rest and trust in him and surrender to him our weaknesses. Allow him to work things out that we can't work out in ourselves. It's often done in community and in tribes. And, you know, that is where the painful stuff happens. It's where the rubber meets the road. It's where people push our buttons in the deepest places and hurt us the most. Instead of taking on those pains and hurts, let's press through them with each other and quit blaming others for our deeply rooted issues because we can think everybody, it's everybody else's fault for what, what our circumstances are. But most likely we just need to to own up to our own stuff and deal with it. You know, in the song, it says um, the names of the other reindeers. But I want to tell you that all my life growing up, I never knew the names of all the reindeers. <laughs> I never had them memorized. You know, and I know why. Because Rudolph was the one that was important. He was the special one. The other plain, regular ones that were that fit in and probably really wanted the job of Rudolph, the front man, the front leading guy, their names weren't significant. Significance comes from set, being set apart and different. So it's time to stop looking like everybody else. It's time to stop wanting to fit in or be influential or of noble birth or the smartest one or have it all figured out. It's the one who gets chosen to lead the pack is the very one who was shamed. Nobody wanted to play with him. And he's the one in the song that says, we'll go down in history. It reminds me of the story in the Bible where the woman uh, broke the perfume on Jesus' feet. And it says her story will be told for, for all to know for years to come. Rudolph's story has been told and it's, it's down in history. But the other reindeers don't have a song written about them. Their names are mentioned. But how many people can quote, some people might be able to, but... They weren't the ones that, that that held the story. You know, Rudolph had a specific purpose in Santa's story. And he saved the year. And everybody wanted to be friends with him then. So it's, it's just a beautiful story. And I wanted to bless you with it. And I pray that you have a Merry Christmas, wonderful holiday. If you're listening to this in July, <laughs> Christmas is coming. Start your shopping early. <laughs> Thank you all. Um, it's such a great pleasure and honor to share these these words here. And for those who have the listening ear to, to hear them and receive them, I bless you. And I pray that you have a fantastic rest of your day. In Jesus' name, I ask that you are blessed with favor and provision and peace of the Lord, that you would have his counsel and the mind of Christ that you would have all of your broken places exposed and dealt with because what he re- what he reveals, he heals. So when he brings up these ugly things, ask him where he's going with it. Ask the Lord to take you on a healing journey in the deepest places. Bless you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm.